to the morning after with Nick and Big J. Uh, if you've been listening to this show for any length of time, you know that uh, my favorite television show of all time is Mystery Science Theater 3000. Still think it's the best show on television, never was. And uh, those guys are still doing things that I couldn't be happier. They're doing something called Rift Tracks Live, where they screen uh, movies in theaters all over the country and the world this time around. And uh, on Wednesday of next week, they are doing something called The Room. It is uh, widely believed to be one of the worst movies ever created. It is absolutely hilarious, whether you're watching it with commentary or without. And they're going to make it that much funnier. And one of the guys from Rift Tracks Live is on the phone with us right now. His name is Kevin Murphy. Kevin, let's talk about Rift Tracks Live, The Room, next Wednesday. Are you getting excited for the uh, the show? I'm getting terrified for the big show coming up. <laughs> I don't buy that for one second. You've done this enough now that it's got to be old hat. It is old hat, but we're doing The Room, you see. And that's terrifying. Uh, now, I have gone to every Rift Tracks Live event, and I can tell you I have not been more excited for one than The Room that's coming up uh, on May 6th. I, uh, it's a terrible movie, and you guys have done this before with your Rift Tracks commentary, but this is live, and, and I imagine it's going to be a whole lot of fun. It is going to be a whole lot of fun. We have uh, uh, completely retooled the script for uh, live audience, and because uh, we've seen it so many times now, it's... You know, it's it's starting. To, we're starting to develop scar tissue, I think, around what the room does to a person. So, I think there'll be a lot of people who have never seen it before, and um, and that's great because then we get to traumatize a whole new bunch of people. Oh, hi, Kevin. <laughs> I, I was oh I was waiting to drop that on you, uh, and, and and it's one of those things. I actually haven't seen the movie yet. I've just heard every piece of dialogue from the movie from my friend Nick here. <laughs> Oh, hi, Nick. Oh, hi, Big J. You both look so sexy. I just love you. <laughs> so, uh, now, Tommy Rousseau is a very interesting dude. Were there a lot of hurdles that you guys had to go through in order to clear this to play it in theaters and, and make sure he was okay with it, or how does that work? Well, it just sort of took a long time to, first of all, get in contact with him. He's sort of a wily fellow, and, uh, <laughs> and, and it is true. Nobody knows exactly where he's from, so, you know, Lord knows what his connections are. And then, But once we did get a hold of him, uh, I, he, we couldn't um, convince him. We, uh, we couldn't explain to him exactly what it is we were going to do. He thought we were going to steal his film somehow. Uh, he didn't understand it at all. He said, no, we're just going to have some fun with it. We're just going to put it in front of a live audience. There's going to be you know, people watching it at over 600 theaters in the U.S. simultaneously. You can't do better than that. And uh, so eventually he knows everybody. Everybody has a laugh with this film. So he's cool with that. And uh, so he's sort of on board, and um, and uh, you know we'll see what he says after the show. But uh, he seemed uh, totally cool with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what exactly when you when you get down? How do you exactly explain to somebody who has no idea what Rift Tracks is? It, it's tricky, um, especially if it's to a filmmaker. Um, <laughs> and just to tell them, essentially, we're having fun. We're sort of doing a roast of your movie. I think that's always uh, one of the good ways to describe it to somebody. And, uh, and that we'll be live on stage and doing a film commentary track, essentially live on stage. And, and then people sort of get it. And it's funny how many people who are filmmakers who have made sort of a, you know, have a history of making a really bad film in their past have contacted us and say, will you do my film? Uh, talking to Kevin Murphy. He is a member of Rift Tracks. Uh, they are doing a Rift Tracks live version of The Room on May 6th in theaters nationwide, including two here in Boise. Uh, you can go to fathomevents.com, rifttracks.com as well to get more information and buy your tickets for this that's happening. And then the replay's happening on May 12th as well in the same two theaters here in Boise. Uh, Kevin, you know, uh, how, where are you on The Room side 
side of things because there's different stories about it whether Tommy knew he was making a goofy movie and wanted to have fun or he thought he was making a serious movie and it just turned into this train wreck where do you fall in, in that debate well you see I've seen uh, the results of someone actually trying to make um, a bad movie and that's another one of the things that we're going to be doing this year Sharknado 2 right um, you know Sharknado was an attempt at making a bad movie and, and it's funny, they even failed at making a bad movie. Um, it, it, it's worse than a bad movie. But Tommy, I don't think there's any way he could be that possibly be that skillful. I mean, if it was, it's like Tim and Eric level of humor if, if he's really doing that. Oh, man. You know, uh, I, I've often described the movie as uh, if I wanted to make a movie just to see a woman naked, it would be The Room, basically, because there's some very <laughs> uncomfortable love scenes involved in it. And, yeah, and, and I, yeah. I, I'm very curious to see what you guys do with the uh, the seven minute love scenes I- I- in the movie. It was a, it was a challenge. We thought, should we try to you know when we did Starship Troopers, uh, we wanted we wanted to for uh, wanted to be able to have families come to the thing. So we sort of distracted away from the nudity with a couple of gorillas <laughs> who came in with balloons in their hands, right? Yeah, right. Gorilla grounds to the theater. <laughs> Uh, but we're not going to be able to get away with that in the room, so we've just decided to confront it head-on, as it were. Oh, wonderful. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Once again, you have multiple events planned out for 2015. You guys fired up a Kickstarter campaign, uh, and it just goes nuts every time you do it. Uh, it it's got to be pretty nice to see the fans kind of react that way when, when you guys expect a, a goal to be set in a month and it happens in a day or two. Yeah, you know, it's really gratifying. We do have uh, wonderful, uh, very generous fans who sort of invest in our uh, work here, and it's great, and that allows us to do things like license films that we otherwise wouldn't be able to license, because even some of the films that are, like, off, you know, way off market that we get, in order to license them for the kind of live shows we do that are beamed all across the country, it ends up being really expensive for us. So this is one of those ways that up front... We're able to get things that uh, that we think that people will really like it and uh, and pick ones we think will be the most fun for the audience. And this year, we've ended up uh, having great shows. Like I said, uh, Sharknado 2 is going to be in July. In October is Miami Connection. Do you guys know that film at all? I don't. I don't. And I'm very excited for it. Oh, it, it is so good. It's, it's become a favorite among the us, the performers and writers of Rift Tracks. It's uh, the best way I heard it described. I think it was Bill who said it's, it's sort of like a... Um, martial arts boy band musical action film with <laughs> spies and crimes and things going on. That, that sounds like a winner right there. It is a winner indeed. <laughs> and then in December, um, one that's been a favorite on our uh, on our site, um, of course, the beloved children's classic Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny, which we all remember and watch every year as a tradition, right? Correct. It's like second. Yep. Yes, we yes. gather the family around and watch it. How much? Right. How much are we talking to license something? Say like uh, Transformers. Um, enough that we had to do. Uh, you know, like Transformers is no way. I mean, you know, when 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 we did our first Kickstarter, we were hoping to get um, Twilight. You know, that was our what our attempt. And we said, if we can't get Twilight, then we'll try for you know the next thing on the list of, of the most requested films. And uh, and so then we got you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars for our first uh, Kickstarter. And we put it all on the table to see if we could get Twilight, and it didn't even, it, it barely raised an eyebrow there. Oh. I mean, it wasn't nearly enough. So um, we were really lucky with Starship Troopers, um, and it cost, but it, let me say that everything that we got from the Kickstarter, we ended up investing 
uh, in the live shows that year, and that included the life of Steve. You will never walk away disappointed from a Rift Tracks live event, I-, I promise you. Between the slides before the show to the uh, the commentary involved in the movie, you're going to have a good time. And uh, it's happening May 6th, Rift Tracks Live, The Room. RiftTracks.com is where you can grab your tickets. Uh, again, two theaters here in Boise is going to be showing it that night, and then the replay's coming up on May 12th. Whichever one you go to, you're going to be very, very happy. Kevin, always great catching up with you, man. Thank you very much for calling in. We appreciate it, sir. My pleasure. Thanks, folks.